The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to Alec Feldman, the podcast from Wizard Radio. We've taken his show, broadcast live on Saturdays between 3 and 5, then cut out the songs, news, and other bits that aren't very interesting, leaving you with about an hour-ish of sweet, juicy content. Mmm, mmm, mmm content. Just one more thing. Don't bother sending in any messages. We'll probably never see them. You may be charged, but your entry won't be counted. Because this isn't live, obviously. It's a podcast. It's already happened. In the past. To get involved, just listen live on Saturdays between 3 and 5 on Wizard Radio Station. I'd like to be able to say you won't regret it, but I can't. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. You know what I'm like, I've got a bit of a soft spot for the royal family. So I would like to begin the show just by acknowledging a really special anniversary today, actually. The Queen, today marks the day that she came to the throne. I just wanted to, to big her up to send all my very best wishes. I've just been reading about it, actually. She's She's um, been on the throne for ages, actually. Uh, how, how long? Uh, oh, oh, right. This is, um, this, is, this is the Queen's 69th anniversary. <laughs> It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Manchester, Alec Feldman. Sabrina Carpenter in skin on Wizard Radio before that Silk City and Ellie Golding, which I really like now. I, I wasn't sure at first, but now I love it. New Love was the first song of this radio broadcast this afternoon. Hello, it's Alec Feldman. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come in, have have a seat. Uh, take your shoes off if you want to, but you, you don't have to. That that might make you uncomfortable. Whatever, whatever you're comfortable with. Hello, I'm on till 5 p.m. It's me. I'm here. We're live. There is there is lots to discuss. Lots and lots and lots to discuss. Um, so let's just let's just crack straight on with all of the things that we need to discuss in the next couple of hours. I've got I've got a whole list of things I want to tick off. So don't let me forget any of these. I I want to put something to the test first of all. I think we'll do this at about 4:25. I think I've developed a sort of an instinct, but I want to try it out kind of blindfold to see if if I'm as good as I think I am. I'll tell you more details after 4 p.m. This is a rare occasion. I think I've had a slightly profound thought about something. And I will share that with you as well after 4 o'clock. Some people have been paying tribute to a complete legend in a weird way. And I would like to point this out. Smart people sometimes do stupid things. And next, I have a little throwback for you. That will probably make you really, really depressed. But I'll give that to you in about 10 minutes time, if that's alright. 60 second guide coming as well and we'll have a game of what's going on all of the usual show stuff and before all of that happens i would like to sort of document what i'm enjoying in the world right now and what i'm really not enjoying in the world right now because it changes on a weekly basis and i can hardly keep up and so it must be even harder for you so i have listed 
the worst thing and the best things in the world this week. Now, these, these can kind of be anything. Just whatever it is that I happen to be obsessed with in any given week. And this week, it's as follows. The worst thing in the world this week is tomato ketchup. Not because I dislike tomato ketchup. I just had to run for ketchup yesterday. And, and now I kind of never want to see ketchup again. Because basically it was a Friday night. And I was like, oh, brilliant. Let's, let's treat myself. Chippy tea. Why not? I've been very busy doing lots of things. Let's get in some fishing chips. Um, but then I realised after having ordered it that I didn't have any ketchup. And fishing chips without ketchup is miserable. Why would you want it? It should be really dry. No, thank you. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to race my food. And I, I ran to the big Sainsbury's around the corner from me to get ketchup. And I got there and I was like, oh my God, why is there such a massive queue? And I was like, I'm going to be clever. I'm not going to go to the Sainsbury's. I'm going to cut the queue. I'm going to run a bit further down the road to the Shell petrol station because they'll have ketchup. And yeah, it might be a bit more expensive, but I can cut the queue. It'll save me loads of time. So I run again to the Shell garage. And this, I hate running. It makes me feel like awful because I just get really out of breath. I'm really unfit. And I got there. And they had all the condiments in the world that you could want. They had mayonnaise. They had salad cream. They had vinegar. The one thing they didn't have was ketchup. So I wasted both running and time going to this garage. Then I had to run back to Sainsbury's queue for a very long time. And then run back to try and get here before my food did. All because I wanted some ketchup. So you know what? It probably wasn't worth the effort, to be completely honest. So ketchup, I've decided is the worst thing in the world this week. The best thing in the world this week, however, is my new bike. Oh my god, it's so good. It's amazing. I love it. It's, it's beautiful. It's perfect. There is literally nothing wrong with it. It just works. It doesn't, like, fall apart. The brakes work and everything. It's amazing. And I'm just so happy with it, and I look forward to it being stolen at some point in the future. However... The best thing... Those are the kind of the, the best and worst things in my world. The best thing in the world... There's only one thing it can be. It's the parish council meeting. It's gone viral. I don't really know what I can add to it. But I had to acknowledge it because it's so amazing. And so let's just hear some, some inspirational words from one of the people on that council meeting. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. None whatsoever. You see, that that is the best thing in the world this week. Everybody's talking about it. It's hilarious. I watched the full 18-minute thing last night whilst eating my fishing chips. It was great. I loved it. And I was thinking, what what should I do on the show about it? Because lots of people are kind of, you know, trying to make memes about it, trying to make it funnier. But I, I don't really think you can because it's so funny anyway. There's nothing you can do to improve it. It's better than a sitcom. You could not write that. And so instead of, you know, trying to improve it, if you can't beat them, join them. What I've done, I've got loads of mates together. I've called in lots of favours. And at ten past four, we're just going to do a recreation. Word for word. I've got the transcript. We've got it line for line. So we're going to do that. The only thing is, um, nobody knew anybody else's lines and they just literally delivered their lines in isolation so it sounds a bit weird but it's kind of fun so you'll hear that at 10 past four my hard work from this morning i've recreated the handforth parish council meeting using my friends you're so welcome right music coming up before about half three from justin bieber and Anne marie and this right now is wolf and hoops on wizard radio wolf and hoops on wizard radio i get it i love hula hoops too Alec Feldman here. Hello. Anne-Marie's song with KSI is coming up. So is Justin Bieber. So is Avenue Beat. But I have a little throwback for you that might make you really depressed. So here goes. I'm really bad at anniversaries. Um, I remember a few weeks ago. It was in December, actually. We were talking about how it was the one year and one week anniversary of the time. I ended up in a Daily Mail article because I've missed the one-year anniversary. And I've done it again. I've missed a one-year anniversary. So this is the one-year and two-week anniversary of something that happened on this radio program here. This one that you're listening to right now. Uh, so, so we used to do a game until quite recently. First, we did Someone's Knocking at Your Door. 
Then, due to the fact that knocking at doors was kind of illegal, we did someone zooming you. And basically, a mystery person slash character slash role slash thing would knock at the door unexpectedly and you'd have to guess based on clues who or what it was. I mean, that you know, it wasn't that long ago. I'm sure you remember it if you listen vaguely regularly. And it was one year and two weeks ago that we had a, a very unexpected guest... Um, so just, just have a listen to this because it's sort of funny in a really, really depressing kind of way. Someone is knocking or otherwise present at my door. Not a man, woman, animal, cartoon. Um, it doesn't have hands. It wasn't thrown at my door. And James reckons I'm not particularly pleased to see it. What do you think it could be? Your clue about it being in the news gave it away, Alec. Yes, I thought it might do. That I gave this one was like after we'd done the news. I was like, by the way, that bulletin might be interesting if you're playing. And I think that's what did it for you. And is it the coronavirus knocking at your door? It's a virus, so technically it is alive, but it doesn't have a sexual gender. Not an animal. Not a cartoon. Also, it's impossible for a virus in itself to knock on the door. But the person the coronavirus is inside could knock on the door on its behalf. Yeah, you're quite right. It is coronavirus. But thankfully, there's no time. And also, I haven't got a mask or, like, hand gel. So we're not going to be interviewing coronavirus. So that is a flashback from one year ago. Can you believe it? Coronavirus was knocking at the door. I thought I was being really funny and really clever by making coronavirus knock at the door. I wasn't at all oh, if only we'd known then how awful it would be for over a year um, yeah it's sort of depressing in a sort of tragically funny kind of way there we were a year ago thinking oh there's this there's this weird virus but it'll all be fine and since then schools are closed loads of pubs are closed I mean it's just terrible all round so it is one year and two weeks ago since coronavirus was knocking at the door on the stupid game we used to do, someone's knocking at your door, and and look at us now, eh? Oh, man. So, happy, happy one year and two weeks since I thought I was really funny and probably wasn't really. Coming up next, smart people doing stupid things. Who Me? Never. After this, from Amory, KSI, and Digital Farm Animals, it's Don't Play on Wizard Radio. Amory, KSI, Digital Farm Animals, teaming up for Don't Play. It's on Wizard Radio. Hi, Alicon, till five. Justin Bieber and Avenue Beat are on the way very soon. Now, listen, I like to think I'm a fairly intelligent human being. You know, my GCSEs were quite good. My A-levels were all right. My degree was so-so. And now, now here I am in the real world, you know, sort of mostly getting by. And... Like I said, I'm, I'm pretty smart. I know what's going on in the world. I read, like, the news and stuff and Twitter. And, you know, generally, I am not not a genius, but somewhat smart, I think. However, for a smart person, I quite regularly do really, really stupid things. And I've had I've had one such incident this week, and I would like to tell you about it. In fact, I can, I can tell you about it whilst my, my housemate hoovers. I don't know if you can hear that, but fun fun lockdown times. So, you know you know my bike? It's perfect. I was I was saying about it about 15 minutes ago, how much I love it. And it's brand new and it's all shiny and it works and it's great. Um, but before I bought it, I had to buy it online, obviously, because you can't go to shops. There's a lockdown on. And unfortunately, because I couldn't see it, I kind of missed something quite obvious, which is that the wheels didn't have any like mud guards covering them up and what that means basically is that when you cycle and it's wet all of the water gets chucked up and you get really wet and like your pants get wet and your socks get wet and it's very unpleasant and so i was like right need a mud guard because the first dumb thing i did was not even checking but this is when i got really dumb because i was cycling home from where i sort of work i suppose and I stopped off at a bike shop and I was like, oh, you got any mud guards? And they were like, yeah, yeah, this, this'll do, this'll, this'll fit, this is the one for you. And I was like, oh, brilliant, thank you very much. Off I went with my bike and my new mud guards. And obviously because they cover up the wheels, they're like sort of the circumference of 
a portion of the wheel. They're big. They're big and thin and curved. And I was outside the bike shop and I was like, right, let's let's go home. Hang on a minute. How do I get these home? Because they were massive and they were way bigger than would fit in my bag. And I was like, can I can I like bend these? Are they flexible? No, no, they're not. I'm not going to break them. That would be bad. And I sort of struggled with them for a while trying to work out where to put them. And I was like, I need to move on because the people in the shop will be looking at me like I'm an idiot. So I moved, I moved what, down the uh, down the road, down the pavement, and I was like, you know what I've got to do? I've got to just detach them here and now because the only way to get them home is attached to the bike. And I, I was sort of looking at it, seeing how easy it would be. When the guy who sold me the mudguard walked out of the shop and kind of you know nodded at me, and I was like, alright. And he came up and he was like, you're not putting them on now, are you? And I had to sort of confess to the fact that I'd done something really stupid and bought them without being able to get them home. And he was like, well, you can't put them on here and now because because if you lose one screw, then you're, you're screwed. He didn't actually make that pun. That was like just my retelling of the story. And I was like, well, what, what do I do? How do I get it home? It doesn't fit in my bag. And he was like, I tell you what, mate, just put it, put it in between your bag and your back. Because it was like a backpack. And so he, he kind of broke social distancing a little bit to help me slot it in which ordinarily I would have been quite annoyed about but on this occasion I was more than willing to accept his help because I would not have even thought of that didn't occur to me that I could just like wedge it between my back and my bag but he helped get it in there and all don't know where I went I blame my housemate for doing the hoovering anyway um what was I saying to make me feel less bad essentially about the fact that I am much more stupid than my intelligence level suggests I should be. Can you please tell me whether you know any really smart people who can just be spectacularly dumb at times? If you know someone like that, if you are someone like that, please send your stories my way. 07807 183538 is my number. Or you can tweet me at WizRadio or on email. We are station at wizardradio.co.uk. Any tales of smart people being really dumb like me not realising I couldn't get something I bought home because it was too large send them my way and I will feel less bad about the fact that I'm a bit of an idiot sometimes Avenue Beat is playing after this from Justin Bieber, it's anyone on Wizard Radio Live from a slightly funny smelling basement in Manchester this is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio Avenue Beat was playing a few moments ago with Woman and before that Justin Bieber and anyone, it's Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio good afternoon, thanks for listening appreciate it, coming up my current favourite song by Topic and A7S and also Ash Nico is on before 4pm. Uh, I was saying before how I managed to buy a bike, didn't realising it didn't have like mud guards that protect you from like rain and mud when you're cycling. Then once it arrived, bought some mud guards, um, realised I couldn't actually attach them to the bike because you know, you can't just do that on the side of the road. And I couldn't get them home either. So I've, I've had a bad week for doing dumb things, despite the fact that I'm supposedly somewhat intelligent. And I just wanted some some stories to make me feel less bad, because at the moment I'm feeling quite the fool. And Alex has been on. He says, I have a friend who's literally top of the class. He's so smart that his test results are almost predictable by now. But he does so many stupid things. For example, we were on a Zoom class a couple of weeks ago and he was fiddling with a Rubik's Cube during the lesson, not even looking at it properly, which is a very him thing to do. And then suddenly, the Rubik's Cube kind of flew out of his hand and hit him in the eye. He's smart, but has no hand-eye coordination and no street smarts. How does that even work? I'm trying to imagine that. So he's just fiddling with fiddling with Rubik's Cube, absent-mindedly, looking at the class, Rubik's Cube is just in hand. But at what point does it hit him in the... How? What? I don't understand. How is that even possible? To accidentally hit yourself in the eye with a Rubik's Cube whilst just just playing with it. Did he accidentally, like, throw it and try and catch it? Did he he squeeze it so hard that it, like, popped up? I I don't... I I genuinely don't understand at all. That is quite a, a feat to be able to do that because I don't understand how that's physically possible but very impressive of your friend Alex I'm impressed 
Michaela says my dad is an accountant, which I think makes him quite a smart person. Oh, right. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this message to go here. But he also cheated on my mum, so clearly he isn't that smart, is he? Because if he is so smart, he should have realised that being married plus cheating equals a divorce. And oh, we're getting a bit mathematical here. If a divorce is X, then X over 2 equals him losing half of his money because he's had to give my mum half of everything. So even smart people can be really, really stupid. Uh, um, thanks for your message, Michaela. That wasn't wasn't quite what I was <laughs> what I was expecting, but that is a very important message and some very important sums that um, marriage plus infidelity does equal a divorce, and divorce equals losing half your money because you've got to <laughs> you've got to give it to like your ex for child support and stuff. It, uh, yeah, I wasn't fully expecting that message to go in that direction, but it, it's always appreciated. Feel free to get in touch with the show more often, Michaela. Maybe give us more details on this this torrid affair and what led to your dad losing half of his money in a in a very bitter divorce settlement. Um, feel free. I would love to know because I'm mostly really nosy, and that's about it. I like to think my level of being smart and doing dumb things does not quite extend that far you know i'll do stupid things i'll forget that i have no way of getting a bike mud shield home but i i won't lose half my money in a bitter drawn out court proceeding for a divorce that's kind of where i'm at but you know everybody's got their different levels of <laughs> of stupid haven't they so i suppose michaela's dad is just operating on a higher plane of stupid than i am Shout out to Michaela's dad if you're listening. Um, I hope you're enjoying the show. Alice says, I think Justin Bieber is probably quite a smart person because to be as famous as he is, he can't exactly be dumb. Yet, he's been arrested loads of times, so he's done some dumb things. One of my friends, who's a, a proper like top model student, as our teacher always says, accidentally overloaded one of her shelves in a bedroom and the whole shelving unit fell down whilst we were in a Zoom class. You see, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at, slightly more than divorced dads. It's that lack of, I guess, common sense that can go hand in hand with being sort of book smart. You can be intelligent and know lots of things and learn things very easily, but at the same time, just not think things through. That's what it's about, really. And overloading a bookshelf is just another one of those examples where you don't you don't think things through. I, I can relate to that. I don't really have any shelves like around me at the moment. So there's no risk of my shelving units collapsing, but it, I can see it. I can just see something going horribly wrong, and me going, "Oh, oh, I didn't think of that." Oh yeah, I suppose that was that was a bit ridiculous to put like a really heavy book on the top shelf of an otherwise unloaded bookshelf. Hmm. Yeah. Well, should have seen it. And uh, Sam says one of my smartest friends doesn't look when they cross the road. I keep telling them that they will die one day because they are so dumb the algebra is not going to save them that is very true stop look listen for buses lorries bikes and cars as the song goes you know remember the the hedgehogs green cross code follow it it's clever it's not like the establishment trying to control you it's just a clever way not to get hit by a car i totally get you thank you very much for your messages on this on the way we will do what's going on and next there's been some slightly inappropriate tributes that I've been seeing to a complete legend. More details after ATV Topic and A7S. I love this. It's your love. 9pm on Wizard Radio. Oh, it's so good. ATV Topic and A7S with your love on Wizard Radio. Alec Feldman on for Saturday. Thank you for hanging out with me. Now, the UK, well, the world, lost a total legend this week. Captain Sir Tom Moore, or Sir Captain Tom Moore. I can never remember quite which one. But he was that guy. I mean, we all know who he is. He walked 100 laps of his garden to raise money for NHS workers during uh, the first lockdown. And he was 99 years old. He turned 100. He got a letter from the Queen. He got knighted. He's just an all-round incredible person. And he, he sadly died this week. And loads of people have been paying tribute, which is... The one thing about Tom Moore is basically that all of the things that he was known for achieving, he did in the last year of his life. Like, at the age of 99, he 
was still living his best life. So, like, the Queen paid tribute. Boris Johnson, I think Joe Biden said something about him as well. This 100-year-old from Keithley in West Yorkshire. Very impressive. And he got loads of really lovely tributes and loads of buildings were lit up in his honour. I think I saw the Blackpool Tower was one of them. And, you know, just incredible that people really took this guy to heart so much and he became sort of just an icon of resilience in the pandemic. That being said, (laughs) I've seen some of the tributes people have been paying to the wonderful Sir Captain Tom Moore. And in my opinion... They just they haven't quite judged the tone right. You know, you sort of see it and you think, oh, why have you done that? It's a bit it's a bit weird. So in his honour, I wanted to share some of these with you this afternoon. Um, because, um, you know, it's an entertaining way to celebrate the life of someone that we all really took to heart. So here is one example of a slightly, slightly odd tribute to, uh, to Captain Tom Moore that I've seen this week. There's a power plant in North Yorkshire and they decided to show their respect. They projected his name onto the side of a nuclear cooling tower. You know, like you see on nuclear power, like The Simpsons, you've got those big, big tower things that are shaped, kind of curved. They're massive, and they they projected his name onto the side of that. A a lovely gesture. I'm I'm not quite sure why that is specifically what they did but it's it's very nice nonetheless but it's kind of weird to know that you know when you die your name might be projected onto the side of a nuclear not nuclear like a power plant cooling tower an interesting tribute but not as weird as the 82 year old from scotland who decided she was going to recreate his head out of paper mache and i've seen it it's massive the neck's really long it's terrifying completely horrifying and in fairness she didn't do this um when Sir captain tom Moore passed she actually did it a few months back during the like clap for the nhs phase of the, the pandemic but it is horrifying as a tribute nonetheless and i've just seen it resurface um and what's even more horrifying is this woman has also done chris witty in paper mache form just his head it's scary but th- this one is a bit ridiculous more than all of the others, just as a tribute goes. I, I don't know how Sir Captain Tom would feel about this. Maybe he'd be very flattered. Maybe he'd be scared. We'll never know. But there was a woman in Wales who used makeup and prosthetics to make herself look exactly like him. Like, it's scary. She does not look like herself, if you've seen these pictures. She she painted his outfit onto her body. She didn't, like, buy, you know, his, like, trademark suit. She literally painted it onto her skin. Um, she made herself go bald using cling film. She put some fake hair on and just used general makeup and stuff to make her look exactly like him. I'm just a little bit disturbed having seen it. You know, big up the man. What a legend. No disrespect whatsoever to him. But why would you, why would you do that as a tribute to someone? I don't, I don't quite understand. I think it's very well intentioned, but maybe it just doesn't doesn't quite hit the mark but you know what you know what who am i to judge he touched everybody in different ways and if that's how people want to show their respect then i guess that's really cool but also slightly scary at the same time i don't know coming up next we will do what's going on after this from ash nico and Kalis. deal with it is on wizard radio that was ash nico and Kalis with deal with it this is wizard radio and right now it's time for What's going on? Every Saturday at 5 to 4 in the afternoon, I like to launch a little game where you have to try and work out what's happening in a little audio clip that is otherwise somewhat confusing. Not at all clear. I've just ripped it completely from context. There is, there is nothing. You only have a few little things to go by. You just need to take the evidence you are given and weave it all into a coherent explanation for what you are hearing. Uh, it doesn't have to be correct necessarily. I mean, great if you actually manage to work it out. But the more important thing is that it makes sense and makes me laugh, basically. And so for this week, 
I've got something. I think this is quite hard. We've done some easy ones. We've done some hard ones. Last one was particularly hard last week. And this is almost at that level with a bit of a bit of a giveaway at the end. So let's have a listen for the first time. It's quite a short one. So there's some weird, like, sounds like a rustling or a crumpling. Then some music kicks in. Somebody's giggling. They go, oh, my God, are you okay? What is happening there? It's, 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 I mean, you know, the oh, my God, are you okay reaction is usually what you say to someone when they get injured. So it's possible that there is some kind of injury going on, but it's like a, a comical injury. So I guess the real question unless you think I'm talking complete nonsense, is what is this humorous injury that's just happened? What is that noise? What's gone on? If you've got any suggestions, feel free to send them my way. 07807 You can tweet me at WizRadio. On the email, we are station at wizardradio.co.uk. Um, let's have another listen to the what's going on clip for this week so you can you know, really formulate an idea of what is happening in your head. So there's a weird crashing, crumpling, scrunching up noise. Laughter, are you okay? But what is going on? If you think you have a a guess that is not necessarily correct, but mainly funny. 07807 183 538. Let me know now. On the way, we are going to do something I think quite special, you know, you know this this parish council that's gone viral. Everybody does. Everybody's seen it. It's like an 18-minute video. There's some highlights that have been going around as well. Big drama in the Handforth Parish Council. I couldn't possibly do any better than that. There's nothing I can say about that that would be funnier than the thing itself. So instead of doing that, I've just recreated it. I've got loads of my friends in to play all the all the key parts. You know, Councillor Smith. We've got. Councillor Barry Burkhill, we've got Councillor Moore, and of course, the icon that is Jackie Weaver. They're all on there. I've recreated it. The only thing is, everybody who is on there doesn't know what anybody else is saying, so they've just recorded their lines in isolation. How will it sound? Let's wait and see. You'll hear it in about 10 minutes' time. Plus, on the way, years and years play, and also the Kid Leroy's next. After the latest news, it's almost four o'clock. I, the voiceover guy, have been paid a small one-off fee to let you know that you're listening to Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. It's Wizard Radio. That was years and years with King. What a tune. Before that, the kid Leroy without you. Also, what a tune. Hi, it's Alec Feldman. Now, I couldn't come on the show today without doing something about the parish council meeting on Zoom that's gone completely viral. You know the one with all the characters, all the like the old people who are arguing and having lots of drama, all your favourite characters, there's there's Jackie Weaver, there's um, Councillor Smith, a whole load of other random people who just cannot get on and it's incredible and hilarious and probably better than any comedy that could ever be scripted, it's that perfect. And so what can I do with that? If my job's to come on here and be be a bit funny and be a bit different, how can I do something with something so perfect? I can't. It's impossible. Might as well not try. So instead of trying to better it, I thought, well, can't be him, join him. So I just wanted to do a, a recreation, a dramatic reading, you know. I really want to be a, a Shakespearean actor one day. Like, um, Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> That's what I aspire to be. I've never mentioned it before, but I promise I, I do. And so, I've got a load of mates in. I've roped them all in and been like, hey, how about we just recreate that council meeting? But the thing is, because I did this quite last minute, I couldn't get everybody on a call at once. So what I've done instead, I've just asked specific people to deliver their lines and their lines only. With the result that it, it sounds very disjointed. But you know what? The whole thing is disjointed anyway. So if anything, it's just in the spirit of the Handforth Parish Council. So, do you want to hear the recreation of that iconic council meeting? Word for word. I found the transcript online. 
and got all my friends to read their lines, but their lines alone. Let's hear it. I think we can start any moment, Chairman. Uh, I think it is just helpful to go through the same things as uh, we went through before, which is to encourage people to just switch off their microphones because it does reduce the background noise. I'll continue to admit people if you'd like to start the meeting, Chairman. Can we be assured that we won't be thrown out of the meeting like last time? As long as we have reasonable behaviour from everyone, no one will be excluded from the meeting. I was thrown out of the meeting, so was Councillor Brewerton. As a point of order, Chairman, could we start the meeting? Chair. We haven't started the meeting yet. Do you want to speak anyway? Yes, I'd like to ask a point of order. We're not in a meeting, so points of order are not applicable. Has it started yet? No. Points of order apply during debates, and I want to ask Jackie, was it you who quoted a point of order? Yes, it was indeed. Are you here as the proper officer? I'm here offering support to Hanforth Parish Council in the conduct of this meeting this evening. You're not the proper officer. Is that as clerk or proper officer? There's no difference between clerk or proper officer. Of course there is. Yes, there is. You must know under basic law, I would have thought. I'm to start this meeting. It isn't the role of somebody who, however kindly, volunteers to do the clerking for a meeting to act as a proper officer if they haven't been so appointed. That's against the law. And let me also quote to you the standing orders of... Will you stop talking? Unless Will you please listen? Will you please listen? Will you stop being whatever it is you're trying to be and just clerk the meeting if that's what you want to do? Points of order, according to our standing orders, are determined by the chair. If you want to raise as a point of order as a councillor, you ask if you could raise a point of order, you state it, and then the chair decides it is not for the clerk to raise a point of order. It is not for the clerk to decide a point of order. You must be aware of that. God knows what you're doing here if you're not. Shall we elect an alternative chairman? So, chairman, albeit late, shall we get this meeting started? Right, we'll start the meeting and I want to remind people of what I said at the start of the last meeting. This meeting has not been called according to the law. The law has been broken. It has been properly called. Will you please let the chair... Mrs Weaver, please. If you disrupt this meeting, I will have to remove you from it. You can't. It's only the chairman who can remove people from this meeting. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. No authority at all. She's just kicked him out. I have indeed. No, she's kicked him out. No, don't. She's kicked him out. This is a meeting called by two councillors. Illegally. May now elect a chairman. No, they can't because the vice chair is here. I take charge. Read the standing orders. Read them and understand them. Appalling behaviour. A copy of this will in fact be sent to the monitoring officer. I'm the vice chair. Where's the chairman? Given the standing orders, it now reverts to me. Where's the chairman gone? Read the standing orders. Like to elect a chairman for this meeting? You don't have to elect a chairman. There's a chairman already installed. The chairman of the council. Councillor Burkill, we've been through this. What are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. The chairman of the council is the chairman of the council. Councillor Burkill, could I ask you to be respectful to Jackie Weaver, please? We'll now elect a chairman. Here comes the subpoena. Chairman? I want to leave. She's kicked Barry out, so I'm leaving. No. We're trying to have a Teams meeting, you fool. We're trying to have a Teams meeting, you fool. We can't. Have you got that? You just don't. Jackie Weaver, I find that the person on Alan Brewerton's Zoom is being very disrespectful to everybody. Oh, coming from you, from... That sounds good. My first point is to apologise to Jackie, but welcome to Hanforth. May I start? Indeed, indeed. Nothing if not lively in Handforth. What I would say is that it was a very good example of bullying within Cheshire East. John, can I make a very quick point? Rich, coming from the chairman who hasn't held a meeting since March to try and call this one illegal, and he's a complete disgrace. Okay, thank you, Peter. And there you go. What do you think? Could you tell that everybody only heard their own lines and not anyone else's was it was it obvious i i don't know i thought i thought that was quite seamless all things considered you know we're not quite at the archers standard yet but we'll get there one day so massive thanks to isaac james gilmore jennifer rachel and amy who played the role of jackie weaver so excellently that was the recreation of handforth parish council only on wizard radio where else would you hear something like that Femme, Honest, playing right now. Yeah, on a Saturday afternoon, and my name is Alec Feldman. Hi. Thanks for listening. 
I had a slightly profound thought the other day. This doesn't happen very often. Um, most of my thoughts are very, very surface level. But this, this, kind of, this kind of dug a little bit deeper. And this is quite a rare occurrence, so I thought I should share it on the radio. So you can also be exposed to my not very profound, profound thought. It was about Nando's. Which, I understand not many people would have particularly profound thoughts about it. But I walked past one in Manchester, quite near where I live. And, you know, obviously saw that it was completely empty and deserted. And it reminded me of an article I'd read a few days before. Saying how Nando's is kind of not cool anymore. And I got a bit sad. Because I really like Nando's. Many of the fun memories with my friends from years gone by take place at Nando's. And and this is something that it's sort of seeing the empty Nando's combined with that article I read saying how, you know, Nando's is not all that, the food's kinda meh, really got got me thinking. And so I don't know, have a listen to this. And let me know if you think I'm talking complete rubbish. So, Nando's. You go to Nando's because it's just, it's so agreeable. There's something for everyone at Nando's. Everybody can eat there, pretty much. I mean, notwithstanding certain dietary requirements. But, like, if you like chicken, you can go get chicken. If you're veggie, you can go get veggie stuff. If you like chips, they have chips. If you like burgers, they have burgers. If you like wraps, they have wraps. If you like pitters, you bet they have pitters. And, you know, different spice levels as well. So, even if you're not into sp- uh, spicy stuff, you can choose. You can go for a lemon and herb. Or, you could go for an extra hot. And, again, it's whatever you want it to be, right? It, it just works for your taste buds. Whatever your tastes are. So, that was that was one thing I thought. Which kind of explains why Nando's is a place that it's just so easy to go to. To socialise in. Because there is something for everyone there. And then I was thinking, well, the food, like, I, I do enjoy Nando's food, don't get me wrong. But would I would I order Nando's food because I wanted to eat Nando's food? Like, is the food the main attraction when you go to Nando's? Is it something you'd go out of your way to get? Like, in this lockdown, for example, obviously all the Nando's are, cl- are shut for eating, so you can only take away. But if you're like, oh, I'm going to order a takeaway tonight, what am I going to get? How high up the list would Nando's be? I mean, you know, I, I won't lie, I have done it before, but I I found it slightly underwhelming, I'll be honest, and I think I've worked out why. Nando's, right, you go there, the food is, is fine, it's nice, it's enjoyable, but it's not, it's not, like, amazing. So why do so many people go to Nando's? And it links back to what I was saying before. It's because there is just something for everyone. It's something everyone can agree on, everyone is happy with. Therefore... The purpose of Nando's, the reason Nando's is so great, is not because of its, you know, different levels of spiciness or because of its chicken menu and veggie options. It's because it's a social hub. People like Nando's because it's just a great place to go with your pals. And I mean, that's what me and my friends did for years after school on a Friday or like in holidays on the last day term. You go to Nando's and you'd have a lovely time. And now there's like a pandemic on and you can't go anywhere or do anything. You obviously can't go to Nando's. But that means, to me at least, the entire purpose of Nando's is now gone. Because the purpose of Nando's is the social. It's never really been about the food. It's about it's about the company. It's about the, the, the cheeky banter with the lads, Ray, Nando's. That, that's the real meaning. That's the purpose. And without that... What is, what is Nando's? And so my profound thought really is that sometimes it's not about the destination, brackets, the, the chicken. It's about the journey, brackets, sitting at the like the high up really long tables and getting all the sauces and the napkins and the cutlery and the, the soft drinks that you get a normal glass for but then go to the bottomless drink machine. That, that's what it's really about. And it's about the nice times with your friends and the least important part of Nando's is chicken. And that, my friends, is the profound thought I've had this week. Yes, it's about a chicken restaurant, but it's also about friendship and good times and a better world that used to exist and will exist again in the future, all through the 
the messenger of uh, a popular chicken restaurant. So there you go. That, I suppose, is my, my sort of love letter to Nando's, even though I did also say the food is quite average. But you know what, Nando's, I miss you. I can't wait to, to be back in there with, with the lads, having some banter and a cheeky Nando's. Yes, I'm aware I sound very basic. But but one day, one day we will discover that again. But in the meantime, I'll, I'll just order something else. If it survives, big up, long live Nando's. <laughs> I hope it does survive. Anyway, I'm going to stop digging now. Coming up next, I want to put a theory to the test. But first, new Jason Derulo with Adam Levine off Maroon 5. This is Lifestyle on Wizard Radio. Derulo, Adam Levine. That was Lifestyle. I'm Alec. Hello. Scissor and B Young coming up. I want to put a theory to the test first, though. A sort of a talent that I've developed based on an observation. You know how on your phone you can have it on light mode or dark mode? And it, it can switch. So if you have it on light mode... Like, all your, like, notifications and stuff, they'll be in usually the colour white or grey. And the settings menu, that'll be white as well in the background. And, like, all the writing and the folders and all that kind of stuff. Like, the generic phone things. They'll all they'll all be white. And, like, Instagram, Twitter have the same. You can either choose light mode or dark mode. So, if it's in light mode, the background will be white. If it's in dark mode, everything's, like, inverted. And the background is black. I think the type of person you are determines whether or not you will have your phone on light mode or dark mode. I think. I can't put it into words exactly what the differences are. I just think there are fundamentally different people and therefore you can predict whether or not a person is likely to have their phone on light mode or dark mode just based on other random information about them that can help you like like suss it out learn a bit about them you get that information and then you can make an educated guess and i i'm still messing around with this theory a little bit so i don't know exactly what the four questions are but i've i've come up with four questions and i want to test right now if they work obviously you know i need some evidence to put this scientific theory forward so I'm going to I'm going to try out on myself. So, the four questions. What was the last song you listened to? What did you have for lunch? What are you currently wearing? And which streaming services do you use? I think a combination of the answers to all those four questions can build up enough of a profile about a person in my mind that I will then be able to guess whether or not they're a light mode person or a dark mode person. It's a special skill I'm working on it. So, to test it out myself, the last song I listened to was, obviously, Lifestyle by Jason Derulo and Adam Levine. For lunch, I had a pitta and some hummus. That was it. No, like, filling or anything. I just had it during the show, to be completely honest. I am currently wearing some um, navy jeans and a white t-shirt, and that's kind of it. Very, very generic. And what streaming services do I use? I've got Netflix, I've got Spotify, and that's pretty much it. So in other words, I I give off slightly basic vibes based on those answers. And in my mind, if you're slightly basic, you will probably not know how to change it. Therefore, your phone will be set to light mode. And I can tell you that currently my phone is set on light mode. I, it's not always on light mode because I, I know dark mode exists. I change it sometimes. I'll do, I'll do dark mode for a few months, then I'll get bored, then I'll change it back. It's like, oh, I've got a whole new phone, it's on light mode again. But at the moment, I am on light mode, and my answers to those questions do suggest that I'm on light mode. So this is the theory. I want to put it to the test. I want to put it on the te- to the test on you. So answer those four questions for me right now. Put it in a new text, 07807 183538 is my number. You can put it in an email too. Station at wizardradio.co.uk. So start writing now. And answer me these four questions. What was the last song you listened to? What did you have for lunch? What are you currently wearing? And what streaming services do you use? And then at the end, tell me whether you have your phone on light mode or dark mode. What we'll do, I'll get I'll get James Gilmore to like hide that from me. And then he can tell me whether or not I'm right once I make my prediction. So don't worry, I won't be cheating. I can promise you that. I just want to try and guess whether or not your phone is on light mode 
or dark mode, I just need a few bits of information to help me make that decision. So if you want to get involved in science, this is science by the way, this is real science, then send me a text right now, tell me what the last song you listened to was, what you had for lunch, what you're currently wearing, and what streaming services you use. And based on all that information, I will guess whether you use light mode or dark mode. I'm like a real life BuzzFeed quiz. So get them into me now and I'll do a few and test out this theory. In the meantime, I'm going to play you a new song by Scissor. And I'll tell you what, I, I don't know a lot about Scissor actually. Well, I didn't. But then I was like, well, I'd like to know more about Scissor. So I've done the research. I've Googled, I've encyclopedied, I've Wikipedia'd, I've stalked, I've phoned up sources. And the result is a whole 60 seconds of solid facts about Scissor. So let's do it. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. Scissor is a poorly spelt singer named after the popular household item, scissors, that are used to cut things using a lever action and a sharp blade. Scissor actually has quite a few things in common with scissors. For example, scissors are mostly right-handed, but occasionally you can find them in a left-handed variant, and scissor is right-handed, but is also slightly ambidextrous. So she can use her left hand for certain tasks, including wiping after the, the, the toilet, you know. Scissors, they've got two blades with two handles on the end, but scissor, well, she's got two arms and two hands on the end. Scissors, they've got blades that can cut into things. Scissor has teeth. And some types of scissors can cut things into funky patterns instead of straight lines. Meanwhile, Scissor, the pop star, sometimes wears funky patterns, but at other times, straight lines. However, as much as those are similarities, if you're stuck and you can't tell the difference between the two, here are a few key differences between Scissors and Scissor. Scissors are generally hard, whereas Scissor is more fleshy. Scissors can fit inside a pencil case, Scissor can't, and finally, Scissors make a snipping sound while Scissor speaks and sings using words. And that is Scissor in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Come and join the fun from a safe distance. Be young and ride for me on Wizard Radio. Scissor and good days before that. Hey, it's Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Mars Mikulski on at five. Before then, we'll find out what's going on in the game. What's going on? Uh, but first, I'm putting a theory to the test. My theory is that I can work out whether you use light mode or dark mode on your phone based purely on four questions that will give me like an insight into your persona, into your character, into your life. The four questions are, what was the last song you listened to? What did you have for lunch? What are you currently wearing? And what streaming services do you use? And now we're going to put it to the test. I'm going to go under the gun. James Gilmore has some people ready to go. He has some facts about them. I need to decide whether or not you use light mode or dark mode, and then he'll let me know whether my uh, my theory is correct or complete rubbish. Welcome, James, to a scientific experiment. I'm ready. I'm excited for this. I've got some people, their names, their last song they've listened to, their lunch, what they're currently wearing, their streaming service, and if they use light mode or dark mode. Excellent. Have you got a white coat on? Um, and some goggles. It's a dangerous task, this one. It could get good, very good, me messy too. and hazardous. Completely. Mm. Alright, you ready? I'm ready. Hit me with the first one. Do you want the names? Yeah, yeah. Give me the names as well. Okay, fine. So our first message is from Isabella. The mm. last song she listened to was Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. Her lunch was a pot noodle on a Saturday. She's currently wearing a white hoodie and leggings. And her streaming service of choice, she's just provided her music one, Spotify. Hmm. Okay. From that, I'm getting the fact that her last listen to song is Driver's License. Suggests she's really, really like on the pulse at the forefront of popular culture. The, the white hoodie thing's kind of thrown me. Because... That that's a colour, and that's now planted the seed in my head that she likes the colour white. But could that be a false flag? And then the pot noodle again, to me, to me that screams light mode. And then Spotify. Hmm, maybe this question wasn't so good. Spotify on its own, again, that's that's sort of a. I don't know. I don't know. I think on balance, I'm gonna say. 
Isabella uses light mode. Do you want me to give you the answer? Yeah, go on. Dark mode. Oh, no. Oh, this is going terribly already. Yeah, I mean, all right, zero out of one. You're Maybe that was just an anomaly. Well, let's move on to the next one. All right, this one's from Rebecca. Okay. Actually, we'll do Rebecca's afterwards. Let's. I'm going to skip that one. Okay. Here's the next one. It's from Lewis. Lewis. Last song. Didn't give us a song name, just an artist. Juice World. Okay. For lunch... Lewis had a sandwich with tuna and sweet corn. Mm. Currently wearing a jumper and trousers. Thank you for being so specific, Lewis. And again, streaming service that was mentioned was Spotify. Oh, okay. Not not a lot to go on here. Um, again, my instincts are all saying light mode, but they were wrong last time. So maybe let's let's go with dark mode. You think Lewis uses dark mode? I do. He uses light mode. No! <laughs> um, this is just this is just a blip. I'll get the next two right. It's fine. The science is accurate. Right, here's your third one. This one's from Rebecca. Rebecca, last song listened to, Good Days by Scissor. I wonder where she heard that. <laughs> Lunch is leftover pizza from last night currently wearing a harry styles t-shirt and a pair of leggings and streaming service just as netflix okay i think i'm honing my senses a bit the fact that she her last listen to song was scissor good day suggests she is listening to this show Mm-hmm. Which means she has taste. Well, I mean, all of these people are listening to this show. I mean, that's that's true, but listening listening intently. Okay, um, fine. What did you say the lunch was again? Leftover pizza. pizza from last night. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting quite cool vibes from that. Which, to me, makes this person... What was the name again, sorry? Rebecca. This is Rebecca. Okay, I thought it was. Rebecca, to me, is a dark mode person. You would be correct. She's done. Yes! I knew it. The science is right. All right. Well, wait a second. You've got one out of three. So, all right. Here's your last one. Here's your last one. Mm -hmm. From Taylor. Last song, all they wrote was Doja Cat. Mm -hmm. Lunch. They have not eaten lunch. Currently wearing pajamas and a hoodie. And this, this is the real. I almost don't have to tell you any of the stuff I've just said. Streaming service, they've named two. Netflix and Apple Music. It's dark mode. It's dark mode, you're right. Yes! Well done. I knew it. 50%, 50%. You're better at identifying the dark modes than the light modes, I think. That's interesting. The false, the false light mode rate is higher yeah no, okay there's a lot of interesting statistical data to go off and analyze here but the most important thing is that i do at least have half a special talent sure. and that's what counts sure so we can't completely rule out this this possibility at this stage so thank you very much for taking part in a very important and i think groundbreaking scientific experiment let's do what's going on the grand reveal after Pale Waves, this is easy. Pale Waves is easy. I like that a lot. Pale Waves are great. It's Wizard Radio, Alec Feldman until 5 p.m. That's 10 minutes time when Miles Bukowski's on. Olivia Rodrigo, driver's license is also coming up. But now it's time to find out what's going on. Earlier in the show, I played you this clip. It was just kind of a bit mysterious. There were some noises, there were some words, there were some sounds. All you have to do is try and come up with a vaguely coherent narrative, I guess, about what is actually taking place in the clip. So hopefully we will be able to have another listen to that clip right now. Oh my god! Are you okay? So there was a sort of a crashing sort of noise, there was some laughter, there was an oh my god are you okay, some music randomly came in halfway through. What on earth is happening there? How can we make sense of that? Kiara 
says, I don't think the sound at the beginning of the clip is rustling like you said, Alec. I think it's actually water. To me, this clip sounds like there's two friends, or maybe boyfriend and a girlfriend. They're fishing. A fish has somehow flown out of the water and hit the boyfriend or guy friend in the face. The fact that you don't hear the reaction of that person who gets it makes me think it's a guy, because a guy is less likely to give a loud reaction to something like that. So to recap, it's two people fishing, one of them gets hit by a fish in the face because the fish has flown out of the water. Very interesting. Um, there isn't actually any water involved in this clip, I can tell you that now. That's the latest fact to be revealed by me. No water, and therefore no fish flying out of water, unfortunately. But, there are two friends in this clip, it's not a boyfriend, and in fact, when Kiara suggests that one of the person is a boy because they don't react, that is also wrong, so, there you go. With the gender stereotypes, Kiara, it is not quite correct, but you have correctly identified there's two people and something bad does happen to one of them, but it doesn't involve water. So, we move on, but I do, I do like that very much. A fish inflicting an act of violence on someone by developing wings and flying out of water. Michael says, I think this is a clip of two people walking around either a forest or a campsite. I'm not 100% sure, but it's definitely a forest or some sort of woodland. The sound, the rustling, is one of the friends falling down a fake trap that their friends have set up. It's like a hole in the ground covered in leaves. The friend who laughs has been anticipating this moment, so much so that they're already filming, waiting for it to happen. And so they ask, are you okay? After it has happened. Although, not as if they're actually concerned, just more to be kind and polite. Okay. <laughs> I love the idea of a comic trap, like in cartoons, where they dig a hole and put some leaves over it. And they're like, hmm, yes, this will work. It's not that. I don't know if that's ever successfully worked in real life. Maybe once or twice. But that's that's not quite right. But you're all, you're all getting the general idea that something bad does happen to one of the friends. But which one? And how? And what? Um, I'm afraid, Michael, you are incorrect about it being a forest or a campsite. There's no woodland involved at all. It's safely inside, actually. But um, I like your line of thinking very much. So thank you very much. And also, I think it's quite interesting that you point out, Michael, that they're filming it. Why are they filming? How has this ended up on camera? Very good thinking. There is a very good explanation for it, which I'll reveal very soon. Harry says, The thing that's throwing me off is the music that plays midway through. It sounds like the people in the clip were trying to film a TikTok because the music plays, and it sounds like the kind of thing you'd hear on TikTok. So maybe they're filming a TikTok as they start recording, one of the people falls over. Because the sound before the girl laughs could be someone tripping over. That's as much as I can work out. Ah, very interesting. I think Harry has actually come come pretty close. Not not quite right, but you're close. I may have actually led you astray a little bit with this one because this clip, it's actually two clips edited together because I first saw it on Twitter and I recorded the first bit from that because it didn't have music, but then I wanted a bit more. I wanted the reaction, the aftermath. So I found the accompanying YouTube video. It's not TikTok. They're not TikTokers. They are YouTubers, so. so let's have a listen to the clip one more time and I'll tell you what is actually going on. Oh my god! Are you okay? So I can tell you the music, that's just come from like the edited version in the YouTube video. I kind of smashed them together. Sorry, I led you astray. I was sneaky. But they are YouTubers, so that's why they're filming it. But they're not filming it because something was about to go wrong. They're filming because they're making a video about buying things from the supermarket. That's where we're at in 2021, people. People are making YouTube videos about supermarket hauls because they're the only shops that are open. So they're walking in the supermarket. One girl is filming. Her other... The, the friend. The other girl. She's got a trolley. It's completely empty. She's running with the trolley so that it builds up speed and she's then going to like try and sort of lean back so the trolley will pull her along a little bit with the momentum. The only trouble is, because the trolley's empty, when she like leans back, it just tips over. <laughs> so the crash you can hear is a trolley in a supermarket tipping over. The friend laughs, the friend goes, oh my god, are you okay? And hilarity ensues. 
and all because they just wanted to make a YouTube video about going to the shops. So that is what is going on this week. Thank you very much for playing as ever. Enjoyed your suggestions very much. And that, my friends, is the end of the radio broadcast for today. Thank you very much for listening. We'll put a podcast up as well. Alec Feldman, the podcast, if you've missed anything. And we'll do it all again next week. For now, though, I'll leave you with Olivia Rodrigo and driver's license. Mar Mikulski is coming up next. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.